So we're going to get started with the lecture. I don't want to have time shortage at the end. Um, this is something that I'm very excited about. And I was given this lecture, clearly I'm not Sukhdeep Singh. So if anyone was wondering on the lanyard, it says Sukhdeep Singh. I might be the female version of him, but definitely not him today. Um, this was given to me quite last minute sort of thing. So, but I'm really excited to, to talk to you guys about this because this is my personal journey. It's, I'm putting my life out there for you guys. So it'll be really nice to share this today. So before we begin, we're just gonna recite the Mool Mantar and why um, grew five times and then we'll get started, okay? Ek o ankar sat naam karta purakh nirpao nirvair akal murat ajuni saipang gur prasad jap ad sach jugad sach Happy such, Nanak Hosi peace such, Vahe Guru, Vahe Guru, Vahe Guru, Vahe Guru, Vahe Guru, वाहे गुरु जी का खालसा वाहे गुरु जी की फतेह सो वेलकम एवरीवन वेलकम बैक टू अनदर सेशन सो एज वी ऑलरेडी नो द थीम ऑफ दिस कैंप इज सतगुरु आयो सरन तुहारी so here we're saying that, oh my Satguru, oh my true Guru, I've come to your sanctuary, I've come to you. Maharaj go on to say, ham saran Ram Raje. So Maharaj is saying here in Gurbani, it says, I'm here now, I've come to your sanctuary, just keep me in whichever condition, in whichever position that pleases you. And if we talk lovingly with Maharaj, as we learned yesterday, when we talk to Maharaj, Maharaj talked to us back. So if we're saying this line, this pankti, with love, we're saying that, Maharaj, I'm sick and tired of wandering around now. I'm sick and tired of being in this negative pit, pit of darkness. I'm just done now. I've tried everything I could that was in my power to get out of it, but I just cannot. Okay, I can't do anything now. So it's you. You're going to have to help me now because I can't. I've come to your sanctuary. I've come to your sharan. And it's you that's going to help me now because I can't do anything on my own. I've tried. I really did. But it didn't work out. I just can't do it. So when we say, when we talk to Maharaj like that and Maharaj talk to us back, that creates a really nice connection with us between us and Maharaj. And that's where we need to be, right? So here in this Pankti, Maharaj is saying, I've surrendered my mind. Okay, they're saying that I've given myself up to you completely. And when we surrender our mind, that's when we come, and when we come to the century of Guru Granth Sahib, you come to the century of Maharaj, and when we surrender our mind to Maharaj, that's when we can truly serve. That's when we can do Seva. And Seva is very special. Seva only happens with the kirpa of Maharaj. It happens with the blessings of Maharaj. I cannot get up willy-nilly 
and be like, yeah, today I'm going to do seva. Because it's Maharaj that's giving us, putting that thought in our mind. It's Maharaj that's directing us as well. And if we have been given any seva, it could be anything. And we'll talk about seva in a second. Whatever seva we've been given, it's a huge blessing. And that's because Maharaj is happy with us. If we look at seva from that perspective, then we, we're excited to do seva rather than being scared. So we're going to talk about this in this lecture, um, especially for my bibian that get a bit worried so we're going to talk about this so before we begin we're going to look at seva from a different perspective so seva is being looked at at the moment in a mainstream sort of way we're going to sort of think outside the box and look over the horizon when it comes to seva and I want you guys to just think about if you can see, you can see the slide just think about these three questions what does it mean to serve what does it mean to do seva for you what are your skills and talents? And how can you serve the community or humanity? So this is not something that you need to answer right away. This is something that you need to reflect on. And then we'll revisit it at the end of the lecture. So what is seva? Seva means selfless service. It's any act of giving, any act that we perform without wanting anything in return. Without, wanting, um, without having any desires, without wanting any reward in return. That's seva, that's selflessness. And this seva only comes when we come to the century of Guru Granth Sahib Ji. When we surrender our mind to Guru Granth Sahib Ji and we're like, Maharaj, I'm here. I'm here now. Just use me in whichever way you want to. And just put me in whichever position, whichever condition you want me to be in. I'm here now. Just use me. Okay, so... Often we do seva with the mindset that we want something in return. And you know, these thoughts might be very subtle and we don't even know that we're thinking about it. The biggest one that I can think about is if I do seva, then I'll go to Sachkhand. <laughs> That's like the biggest one, you know. Um, you know, if we do seva, then we'll get some brownie points and then, you know, I'm doing something good in life. And then at the end, I'll probably see Maharaj at the end. But even that is having a desire. Even that is wanting something in return. In Gurbani it says, Rajana chahu, muktana chahu, manapreet charan kamlare. Maharaj is saying, I don't even want any power. I don't want anything. Rajana chahu, I don't want any power. Muktana chahu, I don't even want liberation. And that's something we often hear a lot in kathas, that we want to become jivan mukta, want to become brahmagyanis, you know, we want to be liberated from this cycle of birth and death. That's amazing. I mean, it will happen eventually, but we don't want to be at that point. We want to be at a point where we're at Maharaj's feet. Um, Sant Hardev Singh Ji, Lullo Wale, we listen to them as well, and they're amazing. And they're saying, If you're just going to say, Then where's Maharaj? It's all you, isn't it? So if we say Maharaj, Whichever way, whatever pleases you, just keep me in that position, because I just want you. Okay, we don't want no mukti, we don't want no raj, we just want to be with you. So when we talk to Maharaj like that, that's when kirpa happens and that's when seva comes about. So I have a question for you and this is going to be an interactive lecture and I'm not going to apologize for that. Um, so when you hear the word seva, which sevas come to your mind? Just raise your hand. Let's get this going. Rapid fire round. What is seva? Kedi seva. You've been doing so many sevas at the camp. Hanji. 
feeding, okay, langar seva, hanji. Very good. Anyone else? Yeah, Ishwar? Sweeping the floor, very, very good, yeah. Washing the plates, very good. Anything else? There's so many common ones, yeah. Teaching, oh, you're getting to, my, to the other side. Very good though, we'll keep that in mind. Come on. Chaur Sahib, very good. There's so many sevas in Darbar Sahib, isn't it? Peredar di seva, Chaur Sahib di seva, Kirtan di seva, Tabale di seva. There's like um, so many sevas that we can be doing. Nitanem di seva, Kinnia seva hoiya si There's so many different types of sevas. They're all amazing. And do as much seva as you can at this camp because it will really motivate you in life to do, carry on the seva and do more. But the seva that we're going to talk about today is a bit different. So the theme of the lecture is the century of serving and how can we share our gifts, our talents, and our skills. So what kind of gifts? This is just an example that has been put on the slide, but there's obviously much more. What kind of gifts can we you know, share with the Sangha and do seva? So one is the gift of presence, spending time with your loved ones. That is very important, that's a gift. When you're in the present moment, you can interact with someone, you can give them good quality time. So if I were to have a conversation with one of you, and if I was just like looking around, you're not really paying attention, then you wouldn't really feel like you're being heard, isn't it? So presence and listening go hand in hand. They're very important. When we listen to someone, because there's so many people out there, they just want to talk about something, they just want to get something out of their system. And, you know, if we can be that person that listens to them, gives them that attention, they feel wanted and they feel heard. And that's all we need sometimes. So that's a gift. And that's a seva we can do. Having a healthy lifestyle. If you're someone that goes to the gym, has a really good diet, you can help your family and friends. You can even help the Sangat. So for me, it was my nutrition coach. I really needed to lose weight. And I've been going up and down with my weight. Um, I was given a nutrition coach through NHS with Maharaj's Kirpa turned out to be a, a sick person. <laughs> and apart from working through the NHS, because they only give you six months, um, he actually took out time from his own life and did the seva of you know, guiding me through this journey, because my journey was really hard. And he really helped me lose weight and give me the, all the nutritional information, exercise, all that. But the most important thing was he actually incorporated Sikhi in all the sessions that he did with me. And I was so shocked, and I'm not being judgmental at this point, when I say this, he was a munna. He didn't have, you know, he didn't keep his kesh, he didn't have, um, you know, amrit. So he asked me, he's like, do you do Simran? And I was like a bit shocked. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> He's like, you should do Simran. And then I was like, yeah, but why? <laughs> why are you telling me this? I was like really embarrassed at that point. He's like, you know what? You're stress eating. You're eating a lot of junk food because you're stressed out. But when you do Simran, then you can calm your mind. I'm like, I know the theory. But you know, it's just hearing it from someone else. It just makes a huge impact. And not only that, he became my Sangat. So every time we would have sessions, we would talk about the nutritional information, but then we would talk about Guru Nanak Dev Ji. So it turned out to be a very good symbiotic relationship. So that's something that we can pass on. And another one is patience. We need to have patience when we want to learn something new. 
We want to have patience when we, want, when we want to learn something new. We need to have patience with kids. We need to have patience when we're teaching. So that's a gift that we can have. And we can share this talent. We can share this gift. Talent and skills. If you have the ability to make someone laugh, I mean, the icebreaker session was amazing. <laughs> I loved it. So if you have the ability, Arundhip Viji's right there. If you have the ability to make someone laugh, Viji, you should. Because that's your seva. If you have any technical ability, if you're able to work the computer, able to work this projector, if you're able to work Siki to the max, show up with OS, whatever it is, you should do it. You should jump on it. Yeah, Peach and Viji is pretty good. If you have any artistic ability, I'm going to just show this. So yesterday in the art workshop, um, we were asked to paint something and relating to uh, what we think sanctuary means. So this is Guru Gobind Singh Ji, a figurine. That's their Kalgi and the jewel on Guru Gobind Singh Ji's Dumalla. And Guru Gobind Singh Ji is carrying me. That's me in the black. I didn't get to finish. I was going to put more yellow in there because Maharaj is carrying me. I'm feeling better now. Um, but so sanctuary for me is being in the arms of my Guru. Sanctuary for me is having that love, having that protection, feeling protected. And the only place, the only way I feel protected is with my, with my guru. That's my sanctuary. That's who I come to. As a child, when I'm sad, as a child, when I'm going through a lot of negativity, as a child, when I'm going through a lot of mental health problems. Yes, I have mental health problems. People, <laughs> you know, don't think that our life is perfect. When I'm feeling all of that, all I want to do is be in the grasp of my guru, Guru Gobind Singh Ji. So that is century for me. And look how beautiful this is. Benji used their artistic ability to do the seva. That's something we can do. We don't think about seva outside of the things that we already talked about. All of those are amazing, but this is seva as well. One of you can be leading the workshop next year. Who knows? Budgeting and finance. There's so many people out there that are not doing well because of inflation. If you have the ability to help them, then do so. Teaching and coaching is one of them as well. My nutrition coach was really helpful to me. And you know, there's so many people with mental health issues. If you can coach them through, that could be your seva. So don't think of seva just limited to the Gurdwara Sahib, because we don't all have access to Gurdwara Sahib, unfortunately. So then, doesn't mean that we can't do seva. We still can. You just need to broaden your horizon a bit. So the point, the whole point of this lecture, the whole point of you know, coming here and talking about seva and the century of seva is that one, it's not limited to a few things. And two, seva can really save your life. And I mean it. I'll talk to you about it later in the slides. But it really saved my life. And it is true. I'm talking from experience. Um, you know, seva is something that if you start doing it regularly, it will prevent you from drifting away in life. It really will. If you have mental health issues, if you have any sort of issues, do seva. It will really take your mind off of it, one thing. And another thing is, it will really help you in your Sikhi as well. So just do anything. If you can do anything, just do at least one seva at this camp if you haven't already. So let's ask Maharaj, what does it really mean to serve? What does seva really mean? Maharaj says, seva kart hoye nehe kami, disko ho parapat swami. That when we do seva, selfless service, without any uh, wanting anything in return, without wanting any, you know, having any thoughts of reward that I want this, this and that. When we do seva in, from that selfless place, 
then this kohot prapat swami then that person shall attain vaheguru so that's where we need to be we need to be at, we would like to be at a place where we're selfless and that will happen if we start doing seva that's the place that's like the end point we want to get to being selfless but it, it won't happen until we actually start doing the seva does that make sense okay cool selfless service seva is a quality that we get from vaheguru okay so seva is something that we cannot come up with seva is something that vaheguru is doing already selflessly if you think about it vaheguru is providing for us each and every second of our life each and every breath of our life vaheguru is providing for us and in dasambani it says do khandekat hai par det na hara that vaheguru is looking at all of us whatever karm we have done whatever bad deeds we are doing or have done vaheguru is looking at that do khandekat hai par det na hara but vaheguru doesn't stop providing vaheguru doesn't stop giving and that's that comes from selflessness okay so let's look at the life of someone that did seva and lived that gurbani pankhtiyan that this ko hot prapat swami seva kart hoye nah kami this ko hot prapat swami and here is an image of pai nandlal ji we talked about pai nandlal ji yesterday and here's a sakhi on them today so pai nandlal ji as we know are very good learned scholar they're the ones that wrote rahatnamas they're the ones that um, wrote praises of guru gobind singh ji nasro mansur guru gobind singh all of those so pai nandlal ji would do seva in the in the langar so they were given the seva of washing batte washing the dishes so you can see that their clothes are a bit dirty so anyone that is in the langar team they would know that this is in- inevitable that is going to happen so imagine this now so take your eyes take your imagination back to the time where guru gobind singh ji is in sri anandpur sahib they're sitting on their throne sangata are coming and going they're doing matha take they're getting the blessings of guru gobind singh ji one family comes through and they had a humble request to for guru gobind singh ji they said to maharaj maharaj we've made this chola we've stitched this chola and we would really want you to wear it and maharaj said yes of course i'll wear it and they said maharaj we would really like to see you wear it now and maharaj said koi na kar lenne not a problem so as maharaj came down and they were about to put the chola on pai nandlal ji walked by and then guru gobind singh ji quickly called pai nandlal ji to come through and pai nandlal ji is like come imagine guru gobind singh ji is calling on to one of you is <laughs> like oh no maharaj called me let me go i'm going to run to maharaj now um they go to guru gobind singh ji they said hanji maharaj what would you like me to do guru gobind singh ji said i would like you to wear this chola take your old chola off and wear the new one and the sangat was shocked they're like why are they asking pai nandlal ji eh ta hone parson parso tarso aaya he just came recently and he's getting the special treatment we've been doing seva here for so many years and maharaj haven't asked us that's where the homemade comes in theek hai pai nandlal ji served selflessly as they were doing the seva of the pande they became their their bad deeds their homemade kept on getting washed away and they became selfless whereas the other people they the other six were doing seva but they weren't doing seva with their heart okay we'll talk about that in a second so pai nandlal ji said i can't do this maharaj maharaj said ek paase ta tu kena hukm mannega duje paase tu manda nahi you're living in duality 
what are you going to do? Are you going to listen to the hukum? Are you not going to listen to the hukum? And Painan Lalji were like, yeah, no, I'm going to listen to the hukum. So they take off their old chola and they put the new one on and they walk out of the darbar. When they walk out near the door, so imagine that's the door. Near the door, there was a person that was really cold. It's really cold in here. It's really windy. It's really adding on to the ambiance of this, um, <laughs> this story, this sake. Um, the person was really cold and really hungry. So that person was like, um, can you give me something to wear? Can you give me something to eat? By Nandalalji quickly took off the new chola and gave it to that person. And then the same six that were fuming with jealousy and hatred, they're like, look, he didn't even value the chola that Maharaj gave to him. He's just given it away. And they're fuming with that jealousy. They're like, you know what? That's it. Enough is enough. We're going to go tell on him. I'm going to tell Guru Gobind Singh Ji. They go to Guru Gobind Singh Ji and they tell on him. And Guru Gobind Singh Ji were like, Acha, onne kitta? Onu gal karniya. I'm going to talk to him. They call Painandalal Ji in. And Guru Gobind Singh Ji asked Painandalal Ji, did you give the new chola away? And Painandalal Ji were like, I'm so confused. And I'm, I was thinking, I was reading upon this, listening to this. I'm like, what's the confusion? By Nandalalji, we're like, Maharaj, in front of the Sangat, you're the one that gave me the chola. And then when I went outside, you're the one that took it back. And the Sangat is so confused. And Guru Gobind Singh Ji just come down and they just give Pai Nandalalji a hug. They're like, you know what? You've gotten Brahmagyan. You see me in each and every one. Guru Gobind Singh Ji is the form of Akal Purkh themselves. And by Nandalalji, we're seeing Guru Gobind Singh Ji in that person that needed the clothes and the food. So by Nandalalji said, Tusi ditta, Tusi leya. I was, there was no me. And that's what, that's what it means to be selfless. So when we do seva, when we continue to do seva regularly, it becomes effortless. We don't think that we're the ones that are giving. We don't think that we're losing anything if we give anything away. In Dasambani, it says, It says that somewhere out there, you're the beggar. You're the one asking for things. And somewhere out there, Vaheguru, you are the supreme giver. You're the one that's giving. There is no me. There's no home. Vaheguru is the one that's giving. Vaheguru is the one that's taking. So if... If we continue to do seva, then we can get to a point where we are at, at that point where we're serving selflessly. And we know that it's not us doing seva. It's not me standing here doing this lecture. It's Vaheguru. Vaheguru is the one that's giving this vichar to you guys. Vaheguru is the one that brought you here. And Vaheguru is the one that's going to help you. So then my question was, where does the ability to serve actually come from? And we sort of talked about it in the very beginning. So often what we do is, our body is here, so all you guys are sitting here. But where is your mind? Is your mind in the past? Is it in the future? Or is it in the present moment? Because present moment, as we already talked about, is where Vaheguru is. That's where we would like to be. So where does the ability to serve, where does the ability to do seva come from? And it's very simple. It comes from Maharaj. Maharaj is the only one that can give us the ability. But only if we come to the sanctuary of Maharaj and we give ourselves up. We surrender our mind. That's when Maharaj do the kirpa on us. And then those talents, those skills, those gifts, they come forth. They become pargat. And then we can start using them and helping someone in their life. So 
ਮਾਨਕ ਸੇ ਸਤਗੁਰ ਕੀ ਸੇਵਾ ਸਫਲ ਹੈ ਜੇ ਕੋ ਕਰੇ ਚਿਤ ਲਾਏ ਸੋ ਵੀ ਟਾਕਡ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਥਿਸ ਦਾ ਦਾ ਸਰਵਿਸ ਆਫ ਸਤਗੁਰੂ ਦਾ ਸਰਵਿਸ ਦਾ ਸੈਲਫਲੈਸ ਸਰਫਿਸ ਸਰਵਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਫਰੂਟਫੁਲ ਇਫ ਵੀ ਪੁਟ ਆਰ ਮਾਈਂਡ ਆਰ ਫੁੱਲ ਕੰਸੈਂਟ੍ਰੇਸ਼ਨ ਇਨਟੂ ਇਟ ਸੋ ਲੈਟਸ ਸੇ ਆਰ ਮਾਈਂਡ ਇਜ਼ ਨਾਟ ਇਨਟੂ ਸਮਥਿੰਗ ਆਰ ਵੀ ਰੀਲੀ ਗੋਨਾ ਡੂ ਜਸਟਿਸ ਟੂ ਇਟ ਯੈਸ ਔਰ ਨਾ exactly so if we put our heart out into the seva then look at what magic will happen then we will start to wash away our bad deeds our karm whatever is holding us back from connecting with why whatever inhibitions we have whatever is preventing us that saying i'm not good enough i'm not worthy enough all of that will go away as we continue to do seva and then we'll become selfless This is my favorite bit so the rest of the slides this is the easy bit for me now <laughs> cuz talking about um you know often we would like to do seva and often we come across a lot of hurdles that prevent us from doing seva and this is my life <laughs> what hinders us from doing seva what hinders us from sharing our talents or in our skills so you must have heard that you get more of what you focus on so energy flows where attention goes so whatever we spend our time thinking about and feeling is what we become more of so what stands between us and serving negative thoughts bad thoughts our ego self judgment that we're too critical on ourselves thinking that others might be judging us if we're doing something or i might be doing some seva wrong cuz i'm not really good at it and i just got started or thinking that you know so and so is so much more experienced than me and i might be making mistakes and that's really holding us back i'm looking at you guys all the bibi i had a conversation with them before this um not worthy enough we feel that we're not worthy enough that's me i felt that i wasn't worthy enough to even be here at the camp i'm not worthy enough to be at the course camp i'm not worthy enough to do any seva i'm just not that was my negativity talking to me self doubt i had a lot of self doubt and my self doubt came from fear of failure i didn't want to fail anyone i didn't want to you know say anything that might take someone off the path of sikhi not knowing enough is another thing we think that we need to know sare granth padh lo changi tarah then asi then we'll do seva jinne da da granth nahi padhe santhiyan nahi kiti changi tarah we can't do seva but that's not true we can always do seva and as we do seva maraj do kirpa on us and we get to know those grants we get to get that santhya we get to do more things and this is my favorite one someone else can do it that's my go to line every time i'm asked to do something i'm like koi na aur koi hai ya kar lunga koi tension hi nahi baljeet singh asked me to do i was like no i'm not doing it ਵੀ ਜੀ ਰਹਿਣ ਦੋ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਐਵੇਂ ਪੰਗੇ ਚ ਪਾਈ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਆ ਮੈਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰਨਾ ਕਰਨਾ ਮੈਂ ਠੀਕ ਆ ਸੋਨ ਐਲਸ ਵਿਲ ਡੂ ਇਟ ਸੋ ਦੀਪ ਵਿਲ ਡੂ ਇਟ ਸੋ ਗੁੱਡ ਐਂਡ ਥੈਨ ਵੀ ਜੀ ਡਿਡਨਟ ਮੈਂਸ਼ਨ ਦਾ ਪਾਰਟ ਯੈਸਟਰਡੇ ਵੈਨ ਦੇ ਸੈਡ ਮੈਰਸ ਸ਼ੈਪਰਸ ਬਸ਼ ਗੁਰਦੁਆਰਾ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਵੀ ਜੀ ਵੀ ਜੀ ਡਿਡਨਟ ਟਾਕ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦਾ ਕੋਚਿੰਗ ਦੇ ਡਿਡ ਵਿਦ ਮੀ ਟੂ ਇਨਕਰੇਜ ਮੀ ਟੂ ਬੀ ਹੀਅਰ ਦੇ ਆਰ ਲਾਈਕ ਨਹੀਂ ਤੂੰ ਕਰ ਲਾ ਇਹ ਤੇਰੀ ਜ਼ਿੰਦਗੀ ਆ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਵਾਟ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਬੀਨ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਐਂਡ ਯੂ ਕੈਨ ਸ਼ੇਅਰ ਥਿਸ ਗਿਫਟ ਵਿਦ ਦ ਸੰਗਤ ਤੂੰ ਕਰ ਲਾ ਬਟ ਵੇਅਰ ਵਾਸ ਆਈ ਸਟਕ energy flows where attention goes i was stuck in that negativity cycle that i'm not good enough i can't do this i'm not worthy enough and this is something that i've heard remember i said i've been talking to a lot of sangat here in the camp sort of get a sense of where everybody's at and this is something that's coming up again and again nobody's talking about seva positively yes i'm ready to do seva chakko phatte nobody's saying that <laughs> 
ਐਵਰੀਬਡੀਜ਼ ਆਈ ਨਹੀਂ ਭੈਣ ਜੀ ਮੇਰੇ ਤੋਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋਣਾ ਮੇਰੇ ਤੋਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋਣਾ ਮੈਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰ ਸਕਦੀ ਮੈਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰ ਸਕਦਾ ਯੂ نو ਮੈਨੂੰ ਆਂਦਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਕੁਝ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਆਂਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਜਦੋਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਸ਼ਿਵਰ ਕੀਤਾ ਸੀ ਵੀ ਪਰ ਆਨ ਦਾ ਸਪਾਟ ਮੈਨ ਯੂ ਗਾਇਸ ਹੈਵ ਇਟ ਟੂ ਈਜ਼ੀ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਤਾਂ ਉੱਤੇ ਤਾਬਿਆ ਤੇ ਚੜਾ ਕੇ ਚਲੋ ਜੀ ਕਥਾ ਕਰੋ ਆਮ ਲਾਈਕ ਵਾਟ ਵਿਦਾਊਟ ਐਨੀ ਸੋਰਟ ਆਫ ਯੂ نو ਟਾਈਮ ਵੀ ਯੂ نو ਯੂ ਗਿਵਨ ਸਮ ਟਾਈਮ ਵੀ ਡੋਨਟ ਹੈਵ ਦੈਟ ਵੀ ਡਿਡਨਟ ਵੀ ਵਰਨਟ ਗਿਵਨ ਦੈਟ ਬਟ ਵੀ ਡਿਡ ਇਟ ਐਂਡ ਇਟ ਵਾਸਨਟ ਵੀ ਦੈਟ ਡਿਡ ਇਟ ਵਾਸ ਮਾਰਸ ਦੈਟ ਡਿਡ ਇਟ ਥਰੂ ਅਸ ਓਕੇ so if we're telling ourselves these negative things then we don't have the courage to do seva and we don't want to be at that point and because i love neuroscience and this is something that i've studied wanted to incorporate a bit of science in here for the sangat so neuroscience says what fires together wires together so this is important and this explains mental health really well okay so those of you that have heard you know depression causes this depression does that and all that kind of stuff this is what explains how you get to depression anxiety and all that kind of stuff so body and mind don't know the difference between a memory or a reality okay so what that means is let's say something bad happened to you in your life let's say in childhood and you're living in the present moment right now and if you were able to if you were to think about that time that was in the past all the neurochemicals that were released at that time that made you feel sad if you think about it in this present moment it will do the same thing because the body and the mind don't know the difference between a memory and a reality does that make sense or is it too much make sense perfect so thoughts create feelings feelings create behavior this is very important sangaji this is something that we go through we talk about every pracharak talks about this in at a theoretical level we're getting into the crux of it now what is it thoughts they create feelings theek hai feelings create behavior so we start to act upon those feelings those feelings reinforce those thoughts again then we start to sort of go back in that cycle let's say someone is undergoing depression what do you want to do when you're depressed you don't want to get up from your bed you don't want to do anything you just want to lay in you don't want to go to your work you don't want to eat much and that behavior because you're doing it physically is reinforcing those thoughts that i'm depressed so this is a very vicious cycle and even in gurbani it says punni papi aakhan na hai kar kar karna likh la jaho that you cannot have virtues and you cannot have vices just by mere words that kar kar karna likh la jaho that actions are repeated over and over again are engraved internally so if we're telling ourselves I'm not good enough I'm not worthy enough I don't have confidence someone else will do it koi na aur koi aajuga then that's what we're putting in our system and those actions are being repeated over and over again and then we're taking those actions in we're getting it internally and for me I couldn't do seva because I was thinking about those things that you know koi aur koi kar luga meri ki lodya and because I internalized it so much because I repeated it so much became my behavior my behavior reinforced enforced the thoughts and I didn't do seva okay so that's why we do nitnam we want to do nitnam and it's nitnam we do it repeatedly every single day so that the good stuff sticks inside so that gurbani talks to us so that maraj tell us nay if i'm telling you uthnam jap you need to get up and jap naam if i'm telling you ninda kisi ki nahi pali then don't do slandering don't do anyone's nindya so repeated actions thoughts and feelings and behaviors they get in, engraved on our subconscious mind so 
the question is, what are we focusing more on? Are we serving our past trauma, resentment, anger, fear of future? Then that's what we become, because energy flows where attention goes. Or are we serving humanity through compassion and through love? Because that's what we will become. So it's up to us. So each and every breath that we're taking is an opportunity to change our life around. We're not going to wait for another day. We're not going to wait for another week. We're not going to wait for another month, another year. If you want to do something, act upon it now. This is our time. This is our chance. This moment is our chance to change your life around. So then, why is it so hard to change? Again, I love this. Sangaji, this is an iceberg, and we're mostly asleep. Can you see that? Only 5% of our brain is actually awake. And 5% of our brain is the one that's making conscious decisions. Everything else is robotic. If we are driving, we're not thinking about it because it's so, we've done those actions so many times, we're not thinking about it anymore. They're engraved inside of us. When we're brushing our teeth, we don't have to think about when we're brushing our teeth. Everything else, 95% of us is subconscious. Those are our beliefs, our emotions, our habits, our values, our conditioning, memory and traumas. Everything else is subconscious. So this is very scary when I say this, and it is the truth, that negativity can become subconscious as well if we're doing a lot of it. Okay? Negativity can become subconscious as well. It can be etched inside of us if we're doing a lot of it. And I was doing that. For two to three years, you can ask anyone, especially Gursimran Miripan. I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but poor girl, she's been trying to get me on course camp and I'm like, no, Bani, I can't do it. Because of the negativity I was following for so many years, I just couldn't do that seva. And I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. What we don't realize is that just like the fish that doesn't realize that it's surrounded by water until it's out of it, we don't realize that we're Vahiguru. This is, and this is exactly why we suffer because we don't do that internal coach. We're so into looking outwardly and doing things out, outwardly, we don't look inside. We don't sit down with ourselves. We don't sit down with Gurbani and be like, okay, let's see what Maharaj is really telling us. Let's see what Maharaj is saying so we can follow those teachings and then we can act upon those teachings in our lives. We don't do that with ourselves. And this is, again, my favorite bit because it's science -y again. The truth is, everything is energy. Everything. We don't realize that because we're looking outwardly, but everything is energy. So this is something very interesting that I came upon. There's this guy called, I'm going to butcher his name, guy called Higgs Boson. <laughs> Boson, sorry. Higgs Boson. Um, and he's the one that came up with this God particle. And the interesting thing he said was that this God particle, he called it the God particle because it's so hard to detect, but he said it grants other particles their mass. So hold on to that thought for a second. And he said that this God particle, it permeates all of space and time. It's everywhere. What does that remind you of? Who is everywhere? You can shout it out, come on. Vaheguru is everywhere, exactly. He said this God particle gives the whole universe its energy. Who's that? Vaheguru. So for those that are like really into equations, E is equal to mc squared, E is energy, and m is mass. 
So mass and energy are one and the same. So what he's really saying is, this God particle is giving everything else in the creation its energy. So what we are is we are energy. We're transferring energy with each other. That's fascinating. That was like mind-blowing for me. So this explains why we come to Sangat. When we meet someone that is so uplifted, why do we feel so good when we're in their Sangat? This explains it. We're exchanging energy. We're exchanging, we're transferring energy to each other and we're uplifting each other. And this is explained here. And even in Gurbani it says, Sab There's light amongst each and every one, each and everything. And you are that light. This that light becomes radiant, but how does that light become pargat? Through the teachings of the Guru, through Maharaj's Kirpa, that light shines forth and then we can do Seva. So the question is, yes, we're stuck in this negativity cycle that's preventing us from doing Seva. How can we transform? So Maharaj say, Eho manua kenanatika bahorangi that this mind is does not hold still we have one thought another thought comes through and we have get, let go of one thought and the other one comes through it's like this mind is always running it's always pacing who feels that way who feels that their mind is always pacing so everybody else that doesn't feel it very good so our mind is always pacing it doesn't stay constant even for a second it gets distracted it's wandering aimlessly and Maharaj is saying, Gurpura Paya Vadapagya found the true Guru with great fortune, and that Guru has given me a mantra that connects me to Vahiguru. That mantra is Vahiguru, and my mind has become at peace. My mind is shant. Who here has experienced this magic, this experience of Simran that has really helped them in their life? Raise your hand. Very nice. And I'm, I'm one of those people. So what Simran does for us, sorry, what Simran does for us is it enables us uh, to transform our suffering, our doubts, our fear, and access peace. And really and truly, I mean it, it worked for me. And it's working for me. I urge everybody, everybody to do Simran, even if it's for two minutes, just do it. Take the initi initiative and just do it. What it does to you is you become conscious of your thoughts. So you know the pattern of negativity that you're, you have? I can't do this, I can't do that, I'm not good enough, all that stuff. You start to catch it now when you do sermon because you're becoming conscious of your thoughts. Then you're like, wait a second, I'm not going to do this anymore because I'm sick and tired of this now. I've come to your sanctuary, Vahigru, please help me. And Maharaj gave us that mantar. They told us to, to remember Vahigru. And when we do that, we move past those thoughts. We break away that pattern of negativity and then we bring our mind back to the present. So, this is where mindful meditation comes in. So, on the left, it says here, before, before you do any Simran, this is what our brain looks like. This is the top view of our brain. And because I love neuroscience, I wanted to show some brains there. So this is what happens when you don't do sermon, yeah? So this yellow bit here is the, um, the stress, the negativity, all the neural connections that are firing 
when you're stressed out, when you're irritable, when you have anxiety, when you have depression. This is like very chaotic brainwave that you're getting. But when you do Simran, look at all of that going down. This is fascinating. Look how Simran can actually help you reduce your stress, reduce your anxiety, reduce your depression, and get you back to normal life. This is what Simran does. And now we know how it works. Before we hear that, you know, Pracharak said, this is Simran Karlo, Badiyata Delhi. It's good, but I wanted a bit more. I wanted to see how it happens, being the, the scientist in me. And this is how it happens. This is what happens. Your, your brain transforms. This is even more fascinating. So this is an MRI of a brain from the top view. So looking from the top. Before you do Simran, this is what it looks like. The brain waves are chaotic. They're everywhere. So all of these colors, they're just everywhere. There's no even distribution. So this is the left side of the brain. This is the right side. And they're all like all over the place. But when you do Simran for just 15 minutes, you see this red? This is increase in blood flow. Your blood starts to flow more towards your brain and the brain waves, they start to even out. They start to distribute symmetrically between the two hemispheres of your brain, left and right side. Look at the magic that happens after 25 minutes of Simran. There's more blood flow and then there's more symmetry. Brain waves are much more synchronized between the two sides of the brain. That's what we want. If we want to be happy in our life, if we want to enhance learning and have overall better mental well-being, that this is what we need to do. We need to do Simran. That's the whole point of this, of this slide. The most fascinating thing that I found, and this really excites me, Research shows that meditation doesn't just focus your brain, it alters it through neuroplasticity. So for those that don't know what neuroplasticity is, so here the brain has the ability to change the neuronal connections, meaning that these brain cells are talking to each other. When we do Simran, how do we break away from that pattern of negativity? The brain is changing. The structure of the brain is changing. The connectivity, the communication between brain cells are changing. That for me is quite fascinating. So when we start to live consciously, when we start to do seva, it could be any seva, we need to do it regularly. Like we said, it can really save our life. And for me, it really did. When we do seva consciously, then when we do seva, then we become conscious of what we're doing. We need to have self-control. Then we start to think, what are my eyes seeing? Are they seeing something wrong? What are my ears hearing? Are they hearing slandering and gossiping? What is my tongue saying? Is it saying something that's hurtful to someone? Is it the one that's slandering and gossiping? What are my hands doing? What actions are my performing? Then you start to become conscious of your actions. Then we have Chardikala mindset. So what does Chardikala mind mean? It means that you're facing your problems head on. It means that you're growing, you're becoming a better version of yourself. It means that you're practicing to have peace inside of you while there's chaos outside. Okay? The troubles, they never go away. The sadness is not going to go away. If there's suk, there's duk. If there's duk, there's suk. They're like two sides of the coin. They're just not going to go away. They're, gonna, they're like waves. But we, when we practice to have that peace inside of us, that's when, you know, magic happens. That's when we can take on any situation straight up, head, head strong. And Chardikala means taking those small steps. 
So we're seeing how we can get to serving, how we can get to do seva. When we have chardikala mind, as we're doing seva, we start to get chardikala mind. We start to take the small steps towards making, doing something better, becoming a better version of ourselves. And think about this, water needs to keep on moving, right? If it stops, then what happens to water? It becomes stagnant, and what happens to it? Yes, it becomes poisonous. So if we don't keep on moving on in life, what are we becoming? We're becoming poisonous, isn't it? Our mind is becoming poisonous. And how does that show when our mind becomes poisonous? We got anger. We have frustration. We have anxiety. We have depression. Because we're not moving forward. We're stagnant. And you get that chardikala mind, you, in order to maintain it, we need to practice gratitude. And this is something that saved my life and helped me serve. This is something that helped me do seva personally. My husband, who's falling asleep right now, <laughs> Saji, <laughs> they're loving this talk so much. They're the ones that motivated me to practice gratitude. They're like, you know what? You need to write down three things. <laughs> Sorry. You need to write down three things in a day that you're grateful for. And not just write anything, you know, nothing shallow. You got to write something that's meaningful. You got to add some details into it. What are you really thankful for? What are you really grateful for in your life in that day? When I started practicing gratitude, I kid you not, I thought the main thing that was holding me back from doing seva was that my life is not moving forward, I thought. I thought I was a rock. Everybody else is moving forward. I'm not. I'm not able to do that. But as I started practicing gratitude, I'm like, hold on a second. I'm making these small steps in life and I am moving forward. I am doing something. And that's where gratitude really helped me. And from gratitude came this amazing seva of Gurbani Santhya. So every Wednesday we have Gurbani Santhya classes. And again, especially to those Vidyala students that are, you know, getting Santhya. I only got Santhya from the Vidyala, the Academy of Basics of Sikhi. And then Maharaj knew the skills, they gave me the skills, gave me the talent that I needed to have in order to have this class. So these are our students. And you can see Slaji's right there at the top, smiling. Um, these are our students and this class is split into two groups. So one is for the little kids and this is for all range, all ages. And then the other class is for the adults. And the interesting thing about this class is that one, we you know, do santhya. And two, we translate the Gurbani as we're going along, pankti by pankti. And that has really helped everybody connect to Gurbani. Because then we know as we're reading what Maharaj is even saying to us. And the Sangat is so happy that you know, they've said that this is their favorite time of the, of the, of the week because they are able to connect with Gurbani and we have like, it's like a playful thing. We joke around and things like that. We're not serious. Like, you know, Ustadji, Bhai Singh Ji mentioned, we need to be a bit playful, innocent. And we do that in this class. And this class really saved my life. If, this is why I'm here today. This is why I'm doing this talk because I really want everybody to be able to see the, the you know, kirpa that Maharaj do when we open our hearts, when we come to the sanctuary of Guru Granth Sahib Ji and we're saying, Maharaj, whatever you, whatever pleases you, just do it. Whatever you, wherever you want me to be, whatever seva you want me to do, just, just put me in that spot. 
And this is what comes out of it, this greatness. And this seva, it creates excitement. So the important thing here is do seva one, start doing seva if you haven't already, and make it regular because that's what really helps. Weekly, even monthly, because you get excited to see the sangha, they're excited to even do more seva. And then as you do seva, you get better and better and better. And as you do seva, become more and more selfless. And that's where we want to be. Another one is serving through sharing. So this is something that's local to us. Yeah, that's me on the, on the left. Um, this is very local to us. This is a langar seva that we do every single week. And Viji's right there. Thank you, Viji, for sitting in the front. <laughs> Sorry to put you in the spot. Viji um, comes to Lewisham every, not every Sunday, but tries to come to Lewisham on Sundays to do langar seva. And it's every Thursday and every Sunday, Thursday on, in Woolwich and Sunday at Lewisham. And this seva, you're just giving out food to the sangat. And it doesn't matter if you're homeless or not, you're just giving out langar. Where I come in, and this really helped my confidence. You know that negativity, I thought I'm not good enough, I can't do this. Maharaj like, So Maharaj like gave me the seva of doing sake time at the end. So with, we would huddle around with a group. And then we would share a sakhi related to langar or related to, you know, gurbani. And then we'll share that amongst each other. And then, you know, that motivated me to learn even more sakhiya because I cannot remember history. <laughs> I can't remember sakhiya. But this really motivated me to exercise my brain and get to learn more. And this is how seva increased and increased and increased. So once we get started, there's no looking back. We just want to look forward. And this really helped my mental health. Went through a lot of things, depression, anxiety, panic attacks. Been through that. Been there, done that sort of thing. This is the one thing that saved me. This is the one thing that helped me get out of that pit of negativity. That we have this basket full of virtues. Maharaj is saying, take it out and enjoy it. And that's what I'm doing here today. I can't, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional, but it's so true. I'm actually enjoying it today. Sangaji, for a very long time, I've had inhibitions. I thought I couldn't do anything in life. I thought I couldn't do any seva. But Maharaj, look at how amazing Maharaj is. And through the Sangha, they brought me here. And I'm really thankful for this opportunity today. They say, Saying, if you have any virtues, then share it. Share it with everybody. Don't hold them in. Take them out. Take them out and share them. And this is what we're here to do today as Sangat. And I'm very thankful for this Sangat. I'm very thankful to Viji for motivating him. I'm very thankful for my Panji, Gursimran Panji. That's always motivating me, trying to get me out. And this is what we need to do for each other. Because we don't want to be stuck in this pit that we can't do anything.
ہوتی Here's another brain image. On the left, you can see is a sad brain. There's not much, you know, lighting in that brain because it's sad, it's depressed. But on the right side, you can see is a happy brain. It's so lit up. There's so many connections. There's so much happening in that brain because it's happy. So when we do seva and we make it regular, then we become happy. We get out of that darkness. Another thing is it leads to a faster growth and development. When we exercise something continuously, we start to use it. If we don't do something, let's say if we have, you know, the ability to memorize Gurbani, I'm just taking it as an example. If we don't use it, then we're going to start forgetting Gurbani. Okay, it's like a muscle. If you don't use a muscle, you can lose that muscle. And that works the same way. If we have a talent, then use it. Another thing is showing appreciation to our giver, to our creator who gave us that talent, gave us that skill, gave us that ability to do seva. So we've come to the end now, Sangaji. and hopefully your you know thoughts on these questions have changed a bit and hopefully we'll see you do more seva now you know around the around the campsite and not just here but outside of the campsite as well now hopefully you know the bbi especially i'm going to keep on you know drilling you i'm sorry but it is true that we do shy away a lot we are very shy because we're like oh singa hege o kar loge you know i don't need to get involved i'm not good enough but you know the truth is we need you you are the future as well kids come from you babies come from you if you're not confident you're passing that down to your kid we don't want that we want to be the confident cause like vg mentioned yesterday when jede bachiyan de sir lathde sige nejje te pande sige they got cut and they put on the nejja oh bibiyan dardiyan sigiyan they didn't right so we need to we we can be like them and we can have that confidence within us and we can do seva and that tells us that tomorrow is bibi day is official now hun kehta pave sukhdeep bibi ji jo marzi kahi jan kal bibi day aa sari bibiyan ne seva karni kal okay very good sat shri akal how many people are going to do seva bibiyan kal uh, guys are going to do it too we need your help we can't, we can't leave you around Yeah, there's no day off tomorrow, VG. <laughs> If I need to drag you out of your room, I'll do that. <laughs> We're just going to leave it at this last bit. And I think the time is almost up. That's good. Man, know thyself, then thou shalt know the universe and God. We need to know who we are inside 
then we'll know everything that's around us. When we do start to do that code inside, then everything will fall into place. The more we connect with ourselves inwardly, then those inner qualities, those gifts, those skills, they come out. Then we can use them. We can start sharing them with the Sangat and we start to lose that ego. So start doing seva because we want to get rid of that ego as much as we can so that we can connect with Nam, we can connect with Gurbani. So this is the end of the lecture. And I apologize for making several mistakes. I am not good at this, but I've been put at this part. <laughs> so with Maharaj's Kirpa and the Sangat's Asisa. So please forgive me, I've made several mistakes. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh.